0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. If you're watching this on video, you will see something slightly different. If you are listening to the audio version, I've got a surprise for you. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. So, let me give you the background story. Last week, we had I had some amazing friend reach out to me, and it was a case of he was interested in just chatting to me even more than he normally does. So, guys, going forward, we have a co-host. Welcome, Brandon Duff.
1: Thank you so much, Brian. I, we've been doing so many podcasts. I feel like we should make it like a, a full-time thing. So I, I am honored to be your co-host on the Buddy uh, Passive Buddies podcast. And going forward, I can't wait to just bring knowledge to the, our audience now and talk to them about what amazing things you're doing, amazing things on the online space and how they can just benefit from listening to the Passive Buddies podcast. No, thank you so much. Obviously, when I got the message, I was like, I was a bit
0: fangirling, um, so I've <laughs> calmed down a little bit now and I'm good to go. So guys, Love today's it. episode is all about finding the right opportunity. Me and Brandon have been, Brandon's probably been in online business a lot longer than I have, but like five, six, seven years, obviously for myself, About and you get, well, you get pitched all the time, don't you? Like You, oh, <laughs> you no. get pitched a million times a day, it's people sliding into your DMs, hey, this looks like a great thing for you. And it's all about how you sift through the noise and find the right opportunities that is going to make you income. So Brandon, talk to me. How do you handle those DMs?
1: Uh, I, you know what? It's funny because I don't uh, get too many DMs nowadays um, just because I am not on Facebook as much as YouTube. But before, man, it seems like whenever you're in the affiliate marketing space or Uh, any online space or high ticket or uh, everything. It seems like everyone wants to pitch you something and you are flooded. I remember getting hundreds of messages every single day from the people just wanting to pitch me an idea to go in and joining some kind of team to, I don't know, to crypto. And it's, it's, you do need to sift through the noise and see what is going on. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you get so many messages today uh, and, and it takes up so much of your time to shift through all that. So it's important to know what's a good opportunity and what's a bad opportunity. 100%. And you're right. Yeah. Like the
0: DMs just keep coming. They, they keep getting like, thankfully the appointment set, it takes a bit off my hands, but yeah, they, okay. they keep coming and, and they always will. Cause at the end of the day, if you look at one of the basic marketing strategies, that is a marketing strategy. It's one of the, the hamster wheel ones. But before I go onto that tangent, which I could do all, all day, um, let's how about we let's look at the different types of opportunities first? So, like when you go through like MLM, affiliate marketing, like crypto, day trading, like YouTube, like all of these different things that get pitched, like in terms of quality, what do you think would is sort of the best opportunities and what could give you quick ROIs and then long-term ROIs?
1: So first starting out when I was uh, getting into the whole online space, I, I realized that a lot of people have these value ladders and it just seemed so confusing on how to actually get started because I didn't really want to sell like low ticket item because it was inexpensive and my time versus the value of the product. I was spending a lot more time and making a little bit of money trying to sell organically. And so that's when high ticket seems to be a a better opportunity when you're just starting out. Um, And I think that if you, it's hard to get started because you might not feel like you can sell a thousand dollar or 2000 or $10,000 product because you're not used to selling that. And so I always talk to whenever someone pitched me an opportunity, I kind of figured out like if they what they were selling, if it was them selling something that was uh, high ticket and was worth looking into, and it was it organically. Because if someone is pitching me on something that's like $36, then one, they don't value their time. And so they're not going to value my time. And so if someone's selling a much higher ticket item, then obviously they're getting paid a great deal of money for this high ticket offer. And so I would be more apt to listen to them, but it also as it depends on the messaging and what they said, if it's their coach, who made a million dollars in, you know, 30 days, not really a million, but I'm just being <laughs> thrown out um, uh, numbers out there versus themselves actually doing the work and them being able to coach you on how to do something.
0: What was like, I've already got mine in my head. Like, what was the worst opportunity you ever got pitched?
1: Oh, man. Um, <laughs> just a lot of the like MLM scams and not all MLM are scams, um, but the ones that were in like crypto space where it was um, kind of like, you have to take your crypto and push it up to your next um. I guess, what is that called? Downline, but it's your upline. And then, so all the money goes to the top instead of the bottom. And I feel like that was the biggest scam because it ended up being a rug pull after that. But there, I mean, there's a lot of people, I just am not a fan of the online space. And I'm not going to say any names because obviously you guys should do your own research. But um, yeah, I think that from my, the biggest scam I've seen is just a lot of the mlm crypto scams and i'm a big fan of crypto don't get me wrong and um, there are good programs that are in the mlm space i'm not going to knock mlm at all or network marketing because you can make a lot of money it just depends on your drive your personality how much time you want to put into it and how much work and how saturated the market is so uh any business can work if you work the business
0: do you know what like um, i'll like I remember I remember getting pitched one and uh, don't get me wrong, like the front end was very, very clever. Like I was looking to lean learn, learn organ, or learn some organic marketing and how like IG and all that type of works. Um right. so I, I signed up to a monthly membership. The m- monthly membership is no longer there. Um so I signed up to this monthly membership, um, started like going through the course, and basically within within a couple of days I was invited down to like group coaching calls and I didn't realize it was a, like a network marketing scenario at the time. And as you say, like there's some really incredible network marketing scenarios out there, but I don't think this was one of them. <laughs> uh, so I was sat there. I was like, I was on the group calls and then it was, Oh yeah, let's have like a, a one-to-one call. I was like, well, I sort of know what they're about, but I don't know what you're selling. Um, it was, a, it was a water machine. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a water machine. I was like, and uh, the product I think is called a magic and don't get me wrong, like the whole pH level and like the science behind it looked really good, but they're like, Oh yeah. Right. So you're going to buy this water machine for like three, four grand. I was like, I've got a tap. Thanks. But like, yeah, yeah. But you like, it's, it's so much healthier. I was like, that's absolutely fine. So I'll buy a filter. <laughs> 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 I said, like, no, no, they were like, they were pitching like, right. You buy this water machine. And if you buy this water machine, then, and depend, there was different levels. And then from there you will go and sell this water machine. I was like, I was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people like, but you, you sell it as a business opportunity. I was like, yeah. But I was like, there's, I was like, there's so many business opportunities out there. So let's take away that little shiny object. I was like, I'm selling a water machine. Yeah. No, you're selling a business. Op-. I was like, I'm selling a water machine. I was like, regardless of what I was like anyone can make money in any way, shape or form. I was like, but in order to make money with this, they've got to have this big, ugly looking water machine sat on the kitchen worktop. I was like,
1: no. That, <laughs> was like, that's funny. God. I mean, I've seen that too. I've had a lot of people talk to me about that. There are some people in my, um, in my Facebook now that sell that. And uh, some of the things like when they're washing their vegetables, they're saying how like all these contaminants are coming out of it. And I'm like, it's just, you know, taking some of the vitamins out too, because I mean, that's what happens when you wash things that are like exposed to, uh, like the, in the actual vitamins are exposed to water, like vitamins pour out too. like, it's not because of, um, pesticides or anything like that. Like if you're washing washing tomatoes and it kind of breaks. And it's running into the water. It's going to show red. It's not a pesticide. So I, yeah, I, I, and it was insane. Like it was $5,000 $5, or I think here is 5000 It might be a little bit less over over there because of the, the conversion. You guys have a better um, euro to the dollar conversion. But um, yeah, I, I was just like floored by how uh, expensive a water machine could be.
0: Uh. <laughs> that was the thing it was like it was five grand that, yeah and it was like i think the trifecta or whatever was like 10 grand um but it's a it's a water machine i was like come on and, and people were like don't get wrong people have made some really good money out of it i was like selling the business opportunity of this water machine i was like but i was like it's when you look at like obviously business as a whole like business as a whole is like in order to make money online, or to order to make a successful business, you have to solve a problem. That problem, in terms of where it comes in people's priority levels, is not worth five grand.
1: So I, I will I will put it on that. I'll, I guess. How do I say this? I will combat you on that in a sense because a lot of people um, will say they're dying of cancer or they have um, issues with their stomach and they have digestive issues, they have you know, all these big problems and they can't find a solution. And then this magic water machine that is only $5,000 uh, can get rid of all your ailments. Then, yeah, people do get taken advantage of and um, it might be worth it to them to try that. But for me and for you and the normal person I is not going to find value out of that. When I can get, you know, a delivery service that will deliver pH balanced water for, you know, a lot cheaper, like a, an arrowhead kind of company that will set up the, uh, a dispenser, will bring in water bottle, not water bottles, but water tanks every single day month and you can do that as a service and that would not cost five thousand dollars over the lifetime i feel like especially for water it's expensive isn't it? because it's a natural resource that's very expensive
0: yeah. for a natural resource so right now that i've sort of bashed that idea um so guys if you get pitched 5k for a water machine please don't do it um like don't get me wrong like the guys that i and i've still got good friends who sell like from that opportunity but pl- please don't do it Please don't do it. So, obviously, I was quite lucky in terms of the fact that I recognised that was not a problem solver, um, or in terms of the priority problem solver that I wanted to sort of sell and obviously provide to my community. Like, you've done various different things, and uh, like, you've got software, you've done crypto, you've done courses. Like, as a marketer, you've stood out like left, right, and centre. Like, I'll never forget. I'll never forget the picture. It was probably a week after Traffic Secrets was released, um there was a picture of you like with the pool and traffic, <laughs> traffic secrets was in the pool. Like in terms of like standing out and being like a, pr- a promoter, wow. you, <laughs> you've been absolutely incredible. Like, but you've always picked opportunities that are like have made you money. You've never like, unless obviously you're going to tell me something different. You've never really had a massive, like a big, big failure in terms of the opportunities that you pick over I'd say the last couple of years How do you get so good at
1: finding that right opportunity? Um, So for me, I've always created my own opportunity in a sense. So for instance, when I first got into the space, and I have actually only been in the space for, I want to say since the end of 2019. uh, So not too long. And when I got into the space, I was doing affiliate marketing and was doing, you know, all these different things. And I figured that, and we're, we're going to be talking about, uh, I think in a later podcast, how we kind of grow an online business and we'll go over that here, uh, in this next episode. So if you guys, uh, tune in, you guys will definitely want to watch that one also. It's a good one. And so, I I ended up just creating the software because I realized everyone was using you know all these different tools and I was like well I can just take all those tools and package them up into one software and then sell that and then uh, people will want to switch over because they are able to see the value because they're spending you know hundreds of dollars a month when they could spend much less and. Uh, get everything in one package. So I, and then I set that up with like a course. So it was like not only software, but a course. And so that allowed me to create my own opportunity. And I think that one of the biggest thing is when you get into an opportunity you need to believe in it and so if you don't believe in it then it's going to kind of be passed on to the people your, your prospects or that uh, or people that you're interested in selling to and if they don't if you don't believe in it they're going to feel that and so i knew that i had the best software in the market at that given time and i believed in it so i was able to sell it really really easily and so i think that's has been my biggest Kind of, I guess, success is just believing so much in the product that it can help and serve your community and them believing that and seeing the value and actually joining in on helping, I guess, grow their business using our software. And I think that's been the biggest, like, not mind shift, but the biggest thing I've kind of felt in the last couple of years that I've been doing this is when I get into something that I'm really passionate about, I go deep on it and I have huge conviction in it. And then that conviction kind of is, I guess, through osmosis in a sense, other people feel that also. And so they want to jump aboard and they, um, they love what it is because we have so much love for the product. Uh, And I'm sure you feel the same way as when you have, with passive buddies, you're very passionate about it with your course and your programs. You're very passionate about that. And people jump into it because they feel that it's the best value on the market. You're mm. you're right on you? in terms of like that, that passionate, like you, you do
0: have to find something you're passionate about, don't you? Like, um, like the thing with passive buddies, I've promoted and I've sold different courses and I feel like in different angles and like, but, there's nothing better than like obviously for me personally like being being that coach that i've been for for so long there's there's nothing better than like watching someone go brian you've changed my life you've changed my month like the income's so different like i broke away from a job like all of these different things like i'm so much happier now like those things like the money's the like the byproduct but the impact is definitely like passive buddies has definitely given me the best opportunities to make an impact in people's lives and and I think that like having that like so that was the right opportunity it was like right okay and as I said like because I've done like the whole coaches teaching coaches and like I've done affiliate marketing I I still do affiliate marketing to a degree because it's a passive income source um, and like all these things but as you say like when when I decided on passive buddies it was like we're helping people connect with the families more because they're at home, like instead of yeah. being like 10 hours a day in a job. Like, and, and that was, that was a big, big thing. It was like, when people are like, oh, thank you so much for your time. It's like, no, it was like, thank you for letting me help you. Cause I get the opportunity to like, to have a massive impact and like having those, those opportunities to do that is is really, really good, but it's finding that, isn't it? It's like stumbling across that after so long or how, or finding that right, the right way to do it.
1: Yeah, I think that, I mean, just like you said, or we both said is you need to find something you're very passionate about. And that way you're able to kind of bring that passion into your sales pitch or into your call that you're going to jump onto or your strategy call or whatever that, whatever that kind of mechanism you use to sell a product. And if you don't have that, people are going to feel that. And if people feel that you're just in it for the money, they're going to be like, oh, I'm just another checkbook for him. I'm his, you know, whatever. And people don't feel that when when we're talking to them because we are so passionate about what we do. And I know people, I mean, I know a lot of people have said, so th- Brian, thank you so much for, you know, teaching me how to make my first, you know, X amount online. And that's like just a, I mean, I'm sure you remember the first time you made your, uh, like first dollar in a sense, online, you're super excited about it. And I I remember the first time I did too. And it's just, it's really cool to be able to kind of show people it's, there's not one way to skin a cat in a way. There's multiple ways to make money online and there's multiple ways to make passive income. And we'll definitely be talking more about how to do that and what that looks like. But Yeah, it's just having that life changing experience and being able to show people um, and bring that to them is, is, I find, to be like a great gift.
0: So, if people are starting out, um, and obviously, like, and we're going to delve, as you said, we're going to delve into especially the next episode, like creating that online business. But if people are starting out, like, what would you recommend as the the right opportunity? Like, obviously, I don't know, it's different depending on the person, but in terms of your experience, what would be the pathway?
1: Pathway to find the right opportunity or the, the type of opportunity? The type. Hmm. That's a really hard question because I think that the easiest, I would say definitely probably affiliate marketing, but you can't just join something that is that you know nothing about you need to know something. And so like, if you Google, say you're into piano lessons or whatever that is, I just picked them in off the top of my head. I don't even know why it came, but uh, <laughs> have you got a piano? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so um, if you say you're into piano lessons and you're, you're good, but like you don't feel comfortable teaching it, you could do like a YouTube channel and show people like, Hey, you know, this is where I learned how to play piano. This is the course and make sure to buy the course. So, you know, it's legit and you uh, can actually speak from experience because you don't want to do false advertisements, um, especially. Um, yeah. That's just, and then that's just starting off on the wrong foot. If you never buy the course and you're trying to pitch it. Cause I, trust me, I know a lot of people who were affiliates of our software company and they they were selling our software, but they had no idea how to use it because they never actually used it themselves. And I was like, you need to learn how to actually use the product. So, um, if you say are a decent pianoist and you want to sell piano lessons, that is an expert f- from like, I don't know, whoever, if, um, some kind of, um, I don't know. Anyways, um, they're really, really good. You want to make sure it's uh, it's a decent project, but you can Google like, um, affiliate and then in quotes, plus, and then the topic. So that's how I found a lot of different products. You can find a lot of different uh, products that you wouldn't think that need to be coaching, doesn't need to be MLM. Like you can, it can literally be on anything. All you need to do is like um, type in like certain keywords, like become an affiliate plus sign and the the category. And that's an easy way to find different uh, affiliate marketing products in a way that you can sell to your audience. And I think that if you do something that you are a fan of, you'll have more conviction in that product because you can also help them and coach them on how to do that, which then leads into starting your own brand, which then leads to being your own coach because now you've kind of seen how the, the affiliate marketing space works what questions people have and you can use that like and we're going to go deeper on this in the next episode but uh you can take what they've learned uh their roadblocks and create your own program and then sell that and make 100% of the money instead of a, a percentage what about you what do you think is the the easiest way to get into something
0: it depends on the personality and the personality type. Like, obviously, coming across as as the as the coach. Like, I absolutely love coaching people. I love being well. Sounds a bit vain, but I don't mind being in front of a camera. Like, I don't mind obviously recording. I don't mind talking, and I don't mind people looking at me. Like, so for me, like, um, if I just, I apologize, I'm not better looking. Um, but in terms of like, like for me, affiliate marketing, make money online, like those type of things are quite are quite easy to get into. They're quite easy to generate income online. Um, but what comes with that is like, is the personal brand, is the marketing, is jumping on a video, like you can do it faceless, but, and you can make money faceless, like YouTube channels, blogs and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. But personal brand does carry more weight in this in that industry. And it does help you make more money by being relatable and people being able to connect. Some people hate that. Some people hate the fact that they, like, I'm telling them to jump on a video. Like I remember one guy signed up for, for Passive Buddies and it took him, no, nope, he never posted his intro video because he just couldn't get on that camera and do it. I was like, well, obviously for for make money online for affiliate marketing like i'm trying to push you out your comfort zone you should be on camera um people people hated it didn't like it and some people will never ever want to jump on a youtube or create a youtube channel so that puts your affiliate marketing business at a little bit of a disadvantage Right. but that doesn't stop you having different opportunities like for instance like my first thing was i was a sales closer like i was closing deals on the phone so i didn't have to see people people didn't have to see me i could just talk and i could make money and close deals so that was a really good opportunity for people who, who like talking but didn't like being seen like so learning how to do sales and, and people will pay commission only and they will pay like 10 20 30 40 like depending on the deal and you can make some really good money if their marketing's good yeah so like they're like they're the easy easy route in like appointment setter like being an appointment setter is just messaging people in dms and booking appointments to people an easy way to make money um, and it's tenacious though you've got you've got to put work in. and um, sales closer exactly the same you can make some really good money as a sales closer and um, but again it's constant it's not obviously the show's passive buddies is not really passive, is it? You're trading yeah, time no, 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 for money no. and it's not even guaranteed money until you close that deal. So that's what got me out of closing. It was like, yes, I was like, and people couldn't get their head around it. It's like, why, why, why have you stopped closing? I was like, Well, simple. I was like, I work 10 hours and I make money on one of them. Like, for instance, the year like my closing rate was 10% of the time when I first started. I eventually got to 60%, so it wasn't that bad. Um, but I was like, I always seen it is I've wasted four hours, I've lost four hours. Like when we closed, it was 60%, 10 calls, I'd lost four hours. Uh, and people were like, yeah, but you made like, you made so much money. I was like, but I lost four hours. I was like, people couldn't get the fact that like I was trading time for money, even though it was sold as like, ah, freedom. I was like, yeah, freedom sat in front of your laptop, making phone calls. I was like, you just exchange one job for another effectively. Right.
1: And, I, and that's what I talk about a lot is like a lot of people think that they're escaping the, the rat race in a sense where they have a job and they're on a hamster wheel, but then they get into the online space and they're doing the same thing, but they're now in the digital space and they're in a digital rat race. And I, it's funny because I see all these people, like, just like you were saying, is they talk about this freedom, I can work from anywhere. Yeah, you can, but like, who wants to sit on a beach taking phone calls all day and not enjoying the beach. Like, like I think that's really cool that you can, you know, work in Thailand and pay very little for, you know, rents and all that. But if you're every day working like in front of a laptop every single day and not able to go on vacation, I mean, we've gone on four vacations this year already and it's only in the beginning of May. so. Um, we're going like once a month and we're able to, you know, go wine tasting, go to Cabo and, uh, you know, spend the week in Cabo, spend a couple of days and the weekend in Temecula where we just got back from. And, and so that's, that's where you're able to enjoy life. And so being able to have a job where you're working from a laptop and, not enjoying life because you're working and you're, it's just this continuously hamster wheel in a sense, you need to learn how to make passive income. And that's why it's so important to subscribe to this podcast because we want oh. you guys to be <laughs> able to be able to have a passive lifestyle, a passive income and join the passive buddies.
0: I think that you you said one key word before the promotion, like you said, one key word is like, It was a job like you still labeled working online and sitting in front of it's a job, it's like it's just a self-created job, like it's exactly the same. You've still got the same restrictions, but people will see that as freedom because it's better than having some pain in the ass of a boss shouting at them. But once they get to that stage, it's natural we want more, and it's like right, okay. Now I don't have to travel for work, but I'm still not free. And then eventually, like we all, it's never about the money in the end like because like when i was in corporate like my my wages were good like i, I was like especially like i was like 23 ish like, i went to university i dropped out after six months and i know there was 100 people on that course and i was the top in it. and i never went to uni like uh, my money my money was good but it, and people used to say to me like why why are you doing this online thing i was like because i'm not free and that was yeah. the difference i was like i'm not free i was like i need yeah. to be free I, I mean, I
1: have that a perk story that goes exactly like that. I was a personal trainer before I got into the online space. I uh, had my own gym and we trained and I had a schedule from four o'clock in the morning till about 11 a.m. And then I had a split shift. So I'd be uh have my lunch, I work out and then from there is four p.m uh, like 3 p.m to about 8 p.m and so i was working a lot of hours making a lot of money but i made myself a nice little desk job because i my bosses were all my clients i mean i had to show up when they wanted to work out and if if i didn't show up then i would be fired from them and i wouldn't be making money anymore so uh, even if when you're self-employed you can create yourself a nice little desk job Um, it's not freedom because i I mean, I I wasn't being able to spend time with my wife because she would be, I'd be awake before she got up and then I would go get home and I'd be late and I'd be tired and we'd go to bed. And so that wasn't freedom either. Even though we were making a lot of money when I was going on vacation, I was getting double tapped. I would be missing out on clients because we'd be gone and I would have to pay for the vacation too. And so both of that's not freedom either. So uh, sometimes even having a uh, nine to five is better because you do get paid vacations, you do get benefits and all these other things. And you don't have to work until six or eight o'clock at night. So that's why it's important to have and buy passive income so that you're able to have that freedom and go on vacation, enjoy life, because that's what we're all in that pursuit of happiness, right?
0: One hundred percent. So let's wrap this up. Finding the right opportunity. Sum up in five bullet points, maximum. Um,
1: find something that you're passionate about because if you're not passionate about, you'll get burnt out really quickly. Um, learn as much about that topic and marketing and all the other skills that are involved, and we'll go deeper on all those topics uh, in the next episode. Um, make sure that you are focused on helping people and providing value versus trying to sell because people are going to see that right away. Um, Make sure that you are learning from people that are actually knowledgeable in the industry versus someone who's just trying to resell, to resell, to resell the same thing that everyone else is selling and uh, make sure you have someone in uh, that is two steps ahead of you. And then someone who's uh, in that same place as you and one person behind you. So have like four people kind of in your network that can motivate you, that are in the trenches with you, and that you can teach to.
0: Absolutely love it. Yeah, completely agree. Like, you've gotta be passionate. You've got to want to do it, or you're never gonna get out of bed and do it. Like, being an online entrepreneur, you have to be, ironically, you have to be disciplined at this point. If you're finding the right opportunity, you're getting into it, you have to be disciplined. So if, and that, that why and that passion are the things that keep you disciplined. And if you don't have them, you're goosed. You're absolutely screwed. Um, So having that passion and that demand, and then, as you say, learning from a mentor, it sounds cliche, but like picking someone, learning from someone who has been there, done that, and obviously is making a big success out of it. And your environment is massive, absolutely massive. Like pulling pulling the people around, like who who have, as you say, been there, done that, in the trenches, people who are relatable. Like there's nothing better than – it sounds worse. There's nothing better, but when you're struggling – you can go and talk to someone who knows exactly what you're in and doing or has been there. Like there's nothing worse than going and asking for advice from someone who is who doesn't have a clue what you're doing. Yeah. They they just see the pain and oh just, just get a job. No. Yeah. <laughs> because they're happy and they're like they're like chilled out, they get to go home and relax. No, 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 no. Okay. Don't take advice from people that aren't in the place you want to be. Otherwise, you'll just take their life. And I think that's sort of my sum up of it as well.
1: I love it. I love it. This has been an awesome episode. Remember to like and subscribe, guys. This is uh, going to be a great episode coming up. If you love this uh, episode, please uh, comment down below. And we'll see you guys in the next one.
0: Cheers, guys. See you on the next episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you could go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link join the free facebook group and let's connect and let's help you to get to your next steps see you on the next episode guys